time now for Fort Bragg Stories, sharing personal stories from the men and women of the nation's largest military installation. I'm Elizabeth Friend. Fort Bragg Stories is a collaboration between WUNC's American Homefront Project and the Fayetteville Observer. Josh Grohl grew up in Fort Bragg as the son of an active duty service member. He was in seventh grade when the attacks of 9-11 happened. On the morning of September 12th, he found life on post dramatically altered. I'll never forget the bus came to pick us up for school. A lot of the bus drivers actually lived on base. And all of the neighborhoods, the residential areas on base, had overnight heavily armed guards having checkpoints in front of all the entry into the the neighborhoods, just the residential neighborhoods. And they had, like, tank barriers, barbed wire, a lot of armed guards. Um, And I remember vividly the bus having to kind of weave in and out because they set up, like, a, a maze so that a car just couldn't kind of slide right through. You had to, like, you know, kind of zigzag. And I remember the bus just trying to to turn around this barbed wire and tank barriers and sandbags and everything, and it took like 10 minutes just to get in and out. They had an armed guard, a soldier, come on the bus and, you know, just kind of check around. People on military bases don't carry firearms around. And I remember being very intimidated because there were soldiers everywhere and they were they were very armed. So we, we finally get to school. The school is under heavy guard. There's barbed wire everywhere. There's armed guards at literally every entrance and exit of the school. And we're all essentially piled into the gymnasium. There's kind of a skeleton crew running the school. A lot of the teachers and staff live in the civilian world. And the day after, on September the 12th, the base was almost impenetrable. You couldn't, you couldn't get in. Um, and so teachers were just literally waiting in traffic all day to try and get through checkpoints to try and get in the base. But it was virtually impossible. The staff were doing the best they could, the people that got there. Um, some of the higher-level administrators actually said that they actually came in like at like 3 a.m. because they knew that the rush to try and get on base was, was going to be so difficult that they probably wouldn't have made it. That entire day, it's, you know, like a bunch of middle schoolers kind of trapped in, the, <laughs> in, the, in this gymnasium under armed guard. Um, and so... We, it was this weird moment where we all kind of had this this kind of collective, like, realization that, like, our lives are probably going to be changing pretty soon. And so there was a lot of anxiety among the kids. It was like, do you think our parents are going to, like, have to, you know, ship off somewhere? It was simultaneously very frightening, but there was there was kind of a deep sense of camaraderie in that, of all the kids realizing we were all kind of in the same boat, at least, for the, the future, because, we, you know, we weren't naive. We knew what it meant. We knew now that we lived in a place that was designed for war and military action. So it shook kind of my foundation of believing everything was safe and this was just another community, because obviously it wasn't. Many things changed permanently. That kind of like heightened level of security, I, I'm trying to remember, I think it went on for about a week or two. People who come to Fort Bragg nowadays, you know, to get on and off base, you have to go through checkpoints. You can't you can't just move in and out freely. The checkpoints went up overnight and they never left. Josh Grohl's story was recorded as part of Fort Bragg Stories, a collaboration between the Fayetteville Observer and WUNC's American Homefront Project. If you have a Fort Bragg story you'd like to share, you can find a link at wunc.org.